What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Low D Podcast. I am your host, Low D. And I have an interview coming up after um, this segment right here. Um, I had the pleasure of interviewing Shylon. She's a really, really dope artist from the DFW area. And I can't wait to show the interview. But before um, we go on to the interview, I really want to just talk about what I got going on lately. So um, let's get right into it. Hey everybody, before I get into the interview, I really wanted to tell you about my shows this week. So this coming Thursday, 42822, I'll be playing at Logan's Place between 6.30pm and 8pm solo. Now next month, I'll be there on Wednesdays. Friday, I'll be at ETX Brewing Company, Tyler, Texas, 8pm to 10pm. That's another solo performance. This Saturday, my band... We'll be playing True Vine Brewing Company in Tyler, Texas between 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. And Sunday, I do my usual first and third residency at TXM in Tyler, Texas between 12 p.m. and 2 p.m. solo. Hopefully, I see all y'all there. So, um, I had a good experience this week. Um... Not saying I don't have good experiences all year and, you know, all my life, but I really want to shut out somebody. Um, And um, he's been on the show before. Uh, My main man, Giant. Um, He's in, I think he's finishing up his master's degree uh, this year and didn't. But um, as a saxophone player, it's always good to have somebody, um, you know, even... You know, another saxophone player. Of course, I got, you know, I got no opinion of people. I'm not trying to uh, say I don't have a lot of friends that are saxophonists or whatever, but um, I've been knowing Giant a long time, and he's always uh, sending me videos about different stuff and uh, different music and trying to keep my brain going all the time. And just particularly just to brag on him a little bit, uh, he also plays bass too. Uh, uh, he used to play a lot in my band, but now he's moved off in Dallas, so he doesn't play quite as much anymore, but he's always welcome. But uh, but anyway, I really want to shout him out because um, life is hard, and you need people like that in your corner, people who help you keep your brain going, you know, give you new ideas, especially someone in your field, you know. I have other people that do that. Too, I know Vandell, Andrew, if you don't know who he is, great saxophonist, billboard charting artist. He helps me a lot too. And then so forth, there's other musicians. But, you know, particularly being saxophone players, you know, I learned that um, we have to stick together and we have to help each other. It's not a competition. There's enough work out here for everybody. So, really wanted to say that real quick. And um, again, Giant, thank you. And Vendel, thank you. And everybody else who are close friends of mine, they are saxophone players or musicians. You know, I really wanted to uh, take the time to say thank you to all my musician friends, especially uh, Giant and then Vendel. He came to my mind after I was talking about Giant. But uh, but anyway, let's get to this interview. Miss Shylon Manning, I hope you enjoy the interview. Thank you. Welcome to the Low D Podcast. I am Low D. And um, I have a very special guest, and I'm going to let her uh, 
introduction or uh, introduce herself. So go ahead and tell everybody who you are. Hi everyone, I am Shylon. <laughs> awesome. So uh, I'm gonna go ahead and get right into this interview. And of those who are um, new, thank you for joining me. I appreciate it so much. And the ones who've been listening, I thank you as well. And you already know how the routine goes. We, for our uh, music uh, interviews, we asked particular uh, local artists about um, who they are and what they do, and you know, trying to spread the word about their music and you know, ask some music topic questions. So. First, I want to ask you, uh, just tell me a little about yourself, Shailon. Well, I am, I was born Shalandra Manning, by the way. (laughs) Um, I like to start this story off with um, how I became Shailon. So I was raised with a uh, single mom. Um, My father and my mom were separated. So I was the middle child of three girls and had a little bit of trouble getting attention, I would say, or maintaining attention at some point, just because I had an older sister who was like the one everyone, you know, confides in. And then a younger sister who was like super cute. And then there was little old me looking for a place to be. So um, that encouraged me or inspired me to do things that would gather attention. Um, I was already very much creative in my alone time and I read a lot of stories. So that made me want to do like acting and modeling and dancing um, to kind of replay those stories or share those stories with other people. So I started doing that at a very young age. I was born in Mineral Wells, Texas, which is a small city in West Texas near Weatherford. And um, we moved to Arlington when I was a baby. And uh, I've been all over the US. I've lived in New York, Chicago, um, LA, and Spain for a little while. And then I came back to the DFW area back in Arlington in my hometown and I'm ready to share with the world some things that I've been, I feel called to do all my life. So mm-hmm. me in a nutshell. <laughs> no, you've been everywhere. I know we talked before when you, uh, we had first met last year uh, when you had got me to be on your song. I know you've been a lot of places. I, I always, <laughs> that's one of the main places I always wanted to go. It's so interesting up there, I think. Just from seeing it from, you know, afar. Wait, what place? New York. Oh, New York, yes. I mean, and I tell people New York because literally, I was in New Jersey, but I would cross the bridge in like 10 minutes, you know, so um, that was where I spent most of my time. But yeah, New York is cool. It's not my favorite of the places I've lived because it's cold. (laughs) And not just cold with regards to weather, but it's kind of cold or it was cold when I went um, with regards to um, connection and communication among people. So wasn't my favorite, but definitely a, a really cool place, I think, especially for people who are in the in the entertainment business. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's it's I know it's a lot of jazz up there for sure. Oh yeah. Yep. Lots of jazz, lots of everything. House, 
um, hip hop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are pretty dominant. So uh, speaking about uh, jazz and different genres, what got you into? Uh oh. Uh oh. What got me into what? Music. Oh, music. Period. Yeah. <laughs> like it's music. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. <clears throat> Like I mentioned before, I was very much into, I guess, entertaining um, so that I could tell stories. And so when I was really little, I was in church. I was raised in the Baptist church and um, I was involved in the choir. And um, I just remember sitting in the audience once, like not as a choir member and watching the choir, the adult choir. And they were singing this song by the Ohio Players. It was like a gospel rendition. I think it's called Fire or something. And they they turned the lights out and they had these like strobe lights going on all over. And it was just very dramatic. And ever since that day, I was like, wow, like I want to do music. I want to perform in this way. Um, so I definitely started singing in the in the church. Um, I sang gospel music primarily, but uh, in my lone time, I would listen to R&B. I was pretty sheltered, so mom did not allow us to listen to anything that had curse words or any derogatory <laughs> statements. So it was very much R&B, jazz, meal. So if any quote unquote secular music at all was heard, um, I would listen to that and I would record using a cassette player. I record my own songs or I'd record myself singing other people's songs. Um, and that's where I say it all got started. Um, professionally speaking, I can remember as early as I want to say age 15, I was in high school and got together with a group of girls who I was on the step team with and um, they discovered I could sing and they were like, Hey, let's join a, let's make a girl group, join us. And so I was down for the cause and we performed a few places. We actually recorded, I think a couple of songs and, um, and yeah, ever since then I was like, you know, I think I could actually do this. I was asked a few times after, uh, to do some solo performances after working with those girls. And um, and I had to move away after a while from high school to another location. So I, I realized that I'm going to have to do this on my own. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's exactly what I did. I started writing songs. Any opportunity I got to sing or create music with other people i took advantage of that and and I, i'm i've just kept going and never stopped and here i am today just dropped my first album exactly spread love album yeah my next question because i know um man a lot of people i had a lot of positive feedback like uh from people i, I know i shared it with especially um a couple of friends they really enjoyed the album and it's been over about two months now mm-hmm. uh, since it's been out. So um, I know I've got a lot of positive feedback. So what are some of the fan feedback you've gotten over the past two months over the album? All positive things. I haven't heard one person say they didn't like it. <laughs> that's <laughs> Which, good. Yes. That, that's great. That right? means you did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> something that is actually shocking to me is when I have asked people or just when people have come to me, I've, I've been expecting that they would tell me, you know, they like this song and maybe one or two songs, but I've been getting feedback that people's favorites have been like four and five songs off the album, which is huge to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sat down with my husband and we kind of went through different albums that we used to listen to as children or even in our um, younger adult days, like te- um, teenager or whatever. And we're just like, you know, I only, I only had like two or three favorite songs off each of these albums. And some of them were just like one song. So it made me feel really, really like really great. <laughs> I'm just like, whoa, <laughs> like five, four and five songs on the album are your favorite. That's huge to me. Um, I've been told um, when I dropped it earlier on with a select group of people, there are some people who went on Facebook and shared their feedback immediately. And one guy, he was just like, after listening to this album, I feel like, like a better person. Like, I'm just like, whoa, that's, <laughs> that, that, that's a huge statement. Like just listening to me sing makes you feel like a better person. That makes me feel really, really good about my mission and, it just mm-hmm. makes me feel like I'm in line with what I'm supposed to be doing. He even told, he even said it brought him to tears. And, and there have been a few other people who have shared that same sentiment that it, that certain songs on the album have made them cry, but 100% positive feedback that the music is impacting people's lives deeper than just a nice tune. So great feedback <laughs> so far. Oh yeah. That's what it's supposed to be. Music is, is all about like channeling people's inner emotions and trying to get people to um, feel what you feel, you know, mm-hmm. like the, the, the lyrics and how you write the music and the melody and everything. Like, yeah. you know, whatever inside your soul, you want people to feel that, you know, through your music. Mm-hmm. Another way of communication. Yes, absolutely. So, um, since people told told you their favorite songs, what is your favorite song if you have? one unless all of them are your favorite (laughs) (laughs) that's so crazy yeah it's it's kind of difficult you know I'm like a mother of 10 you know (laughs) it's like how do you pick a child like um they're all deeply meaningful to me in their own ways but if I had to choose a favorite I I couldn't I would probably have to give at least like a top three or something (laughs) um with that being said one song that really um, just gets me moving and, and brings me to tears is YGBA, which is an acronym yeah. for You're Gonna Be All Right, um, which it doesn't seem as popular just yet with the audience that I've shared my music with. Most of them are uh, neo-soul R&B genre people, but this one is kind of like a house um, house music song so I can understand why they may not um, receive it as well as I do but it's important to me and it feels so good to me because of the message this song came to me it was it was not a song that I sat down and thought about and wrote out it was a song that felt more like angels telling me something you know sending a message to me that I'm gonna be all right 
and that I'm connected with all that is. So I shouldn't worry for anything. <laughs> so that would probably be, I think that would be number one. Number two would be now. Um, someone inspired me to make that song. There's a girl I met while I was driving Uber and Lyft and she was, mm-hmm. uh, she did like breath work or something. And she heard one of my songs and was like, oh my God, that'd be great for my my clients. Um, and I asked her about what breath work is. And she talked about, you know, people overcoming trauma and they're, they're listening to music during these practices. And I was like, oh, so what if I'm intentional about speaking to these people through the song, you know, now that I know that there's potential someone like this lady would be playing my music for her people, you know, let's be intentional about what I'm going to say to them. And mm-hmm. so I made that song from a very heartfelt place. At the same time, or the day that I recorded it, um, I had found out about a relative of mine who had been molested uh, numerous times by another family member, a mm-hmm. very close family member to her. And um, it just it just crushed me because I had also been molested by that person, but I hadn't verbalized that to anyone. Uh, or not to, I guess, her, you know, and, and other people that were um, important to, you know, people who needed to know, I guess. It just, you know, I don't know if you know, actually, but for people who have been, you know, victims of rape or molestation, it could be really difficult to come out and share that with people, with others. So I hadn't shared it and I found out about that 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 day or the day before and when I recorded the song, I poured out my sentiments to her specifically, just like saying, you know, I hope that this song lifts you up specifically. So that's why that one would be my number two song. And I think I think that those two actually are probably just my top two. No, that's fine. You only got two. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. That's, and it's real good, like sentimental like values and reasons behind those too. It really is. Yeah. So, so um speaking of um you know it's the album again, uh I know I was on the album very mm-hmm. uh, Love and then I know Carrie did some work and I know you probably had some a couple more musicians mm-hmm. and then producers and stuff like that. So who would you mm-hmm. like to collaborate with next? Like when you ask that, are you asking like who that's already on the album would I like to continue with or like someone outside of the album? Oh, someone outside. I see. Mm, okay. Ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> it could be anybody. It, it could even, it can be even Beyonce. I mean, just anybody. What mm-hmm. musician would you love to collaborate with? Like, you know, mm-hmm. if you had the chance. <laughs> you know what? I really appreciate what Xavier Omar is doing. Mm. I'm not sure, you know who that is, right? Uh, yeah, I know yeah. Yeah, he's amazing. Um, I like his approach to music. It feels very similar to mine from a very pure place. And so I think we would probably make a great um, team collaboratively in music as far as artists go, yeah. I'll be waiting to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it'll happen. <laughs> I can see it for sure. Mm-hmm. And he's in Texas too. So like, he's not that far from us. He's in San Antonio, uh, I believe. No, there's a lot of dope, like 
musicians around here and a lot of people don't even know of. Yeah. So anybody listening right now, he's definitely somebody you need to check out. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Xavier Omar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, tell me about a fan that touched your heart. A fan that touched my heart. Well, I kind of have already mentioned him before. Um, his name was Tawan, actually. Uh, he was one of the first people that provided feedback about my album. And he, in his comments on Facebook, sharing with the world, he went and broke down like different songs and how they um, penetrated him spiritually or mentally. Mm-hmm. And and again, you know, shared that he'd even cried, which is very rare, I feel, for a man to express himself in that way, to even tell people like, this music made me cry. <laughs> so that it just really pulled at my heartstrings to hear from a grown man that that my music would bring him to tears. So um, he's one who really touched my heart. There was... Um, one other, or there has been one other young, well not, yeah, she's a young lady, I'll call her that, a le- young lady named Sherilyn, and she has been following my career <clears throat> for a very long time, and um, literally every time I come out with something or I do something, whether it's an event that has to do with music or nonprofit, because I do have a, a nonprofit organization also, or just anything I'm doing, buying merchandise, being the first to do the, to buy the vinyl records or, or just promoting me just because like she has been in my corner this entire time. And I, I had never met this woman, just a complete stranger to me. And I think she found me through my husband's paint party company mm-hmm. and um, and just, I guess, fell in love with the music and all that I stand for and has been a fan ever since and touches my heart every like, I don't know if you if we're Facebook friends, but uh, I recently got we we got robbed not too long ago. Um, someone's oh, yeah. speaker. speaker. Yes. Huh? Yeah, yeah. And, I sh- and I shared that with people um, on Facebook, something that is rare to me, but I'm just like, whatever, I'll just tell people. And and she actually donated to help me to buy another one. Like, she, again, she's just been in my corner supporting me with, like, unconditional love, and that really touched my heart. Man, that's dope. A lot of people, you know, you know even if a lot of people in the position, they were in a position to do that, they wouldn't be able to do it. Or, you know, they wouldn't. They're in position too, so that's that's stuff that she did. Yeah, yeah. So um, I got a couple more questions before we get off of here. So um, okay, uh, if you was a musician right now, what would you be doing? Like if what I, job? If I wasn't a musician, mm-hmm. um, I have two answers for that. So one, when I wasn't a musician, I was a full time model and actress, and uh, I really enjoyed doing that outside of the uh, criticism I could get on my body, which I don't think is uh, ideal for anyone to receive. But um, I overcame that and I really enjoy dressing up and telling stories and, you know, becoming characters and especially telling stories that inspire people or uplift them or motivate them in some way to be a better version of themselves. So modeling and acting 
is what I was doing before and I would still do that. But if I had to do something completely different, um, a lot of people see me as a teacher, <laughs> a really good teacher. Shameless plug again, my husband has a mobile paint party company. It's called Seven Art, like the number seven, A-R-T. And um, I work with him a lot as his assistant and it's really gotten to the point where I'm teaching the lessons mostly while he's painting. <laughs> and I've been getting so many compliments as of late on my patients. And I know that has to do with just being in that environment period. I've, I've actually grown more patient just by working with him. Um, but people are saying, man, have you ever thought about being a teacher? And I'm like, you know, I could see that, you know, I, I definitely love to uplift and inspire people. And I think that's that's exactly what teachers are meant to do, I think. Um, yeah. And encourage people to do whatever it is that they're pursuing. So maybe a teacher. Maybe I'd be a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. But um, no, I can see you as a teacher. I really can. You got a nice personality. You know, unless the kids get up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I love children. That's another thing. I love children because, you know, I came from a place where, insert quote, love was out of grasp. That's from Love Overflow, <laughs> my song. But, um, you know, I came from a place where it was kind of difficult. I wasn't really um, understood. And so I make it my purpose to understand people, you know, and I, I see the children in everyone, really. So children have my heart and the child in everyone have my heart. So I, yeah, I love children. I love people, period. So I would, I would definitely love to teach. That'd be so, that'd be so cool. I think I probably will in the future later on down the line. Hey, you ought to do something on the side. Do as much as you can. That's why I always tell people. Yeah, for sure. Like why be here with all these gifts inside of me to just take them to a grave? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, uh, I got two more for you. So if you had one message to give to your fans, what would it be? Man, that was the perfect segue. Okay. <laughs> Cause like I just mentioned the grave and, um, I think it was Les Brown. I listened to, he's a great motivational speaker, L E S Brown for anyone who doesn't know who that is. Um, I was listening to him and he talked about taking gifts to the grave. He was just talking about like the graveyard being one of the wealthiest places on the planet. All the graveyards are just full of riches because it's where people have died with their gifts. And um, so I have two messages, you know, I got one message from that just saying that, you know, don't take your gifts to the grave, you know, definitely release whatever is inside of you to share with the world and don't be afraid do that fearlessly but staying in the graveyard so i thought about also if i were i think this question came up somewhere else if i were to leave something on my tombstone uh -huh. for the world to remember it would be spread love to spread love <laughs> again it all goes back to my childhood you know not having that well, I mean, maybe it was there, but it just wasn't received well or wasn't shared well. But 
you know, I, I was bullied a little bit in, in high, junior high and high school. And love was, the lack of love and support from others was like huge in my life. It really shaped how I saw the world. And I just feel like if everyone were to just spread more love and just be more accepting of others, which really I think that we're all connected. I think we're all just versions of our, each other, ourselves. Um, if we would just spread love, I think the world could be a, a much better place, which is why I wrote my album. So that's full circle, <laughs> which is so awesome. But yeah, it would be to spread love and share your gifts with the world. Awesome. That's, that's an awesome answer. Probably one of the best answers I had since I've been doing this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. So to us to wrap things up, uh, where can we find you on social media? Like TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, like where they can stream mm -hmm. you out, everything. Literally anywhere, any platform that you're on, um, music, YouTube, Facebook, all the things. Um, just type in my name, Shailon. It's S-H-A-I-L-A-U-N. And you'll find me and my music and my stories there. Awesome. Oh, you can also find me at Shylon.com, which I'll have more exclusive stuff there, of course. Okay, I'm so excited what you got next. And can't wait to see you uh, on uh, Juneteenth. Yeah, it should be a good time. I'm excited. I'm so glad you're going to be performing with us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Aisha told me the... Because before we uh, get off, remember Aisha, she talked. She called me yesterday, or day before mm -hmm. yesterday. So I'm asking, I would never know about her. I think you, think you shared something. Uh, I think it was your album I shared, whatever, and she saw it, and she was like, I'm so glad you shared that, because like she got you know, got into your music, and um, she really digs you. And I'm so glad you got a you know chance to come perform in my hometown. <laughs> wow, that is amazing. Yeah, I was wondering what the connection was. She was just like, yeah, he actually is from Gilmer. And I'm like, okay, so did he introduce me to you? Or, But I see that in a way you did. And I appreciate you for sharing the music. And I'm, I'm so glad that you were a part of it also. It, it made it really special just for you to know... Um, Spread Love has proven to be the most popular song on the album, which is shocking to me. Um, I thought it would be more of a, I thought the most popular songs would might have been, you know, the short and sweet ones. This one's like seven and a half minutes long and <laughs> in some ways repetitive, but the message is, is getting people and they really, above all, they love the... Um, the music, you know, the sax and the guitar and all of that, they always complement the arrangement and the message. So I'm so grateful that you decided to be a part of oh, it. I'm I'm grateful too because I don't know, I need to get with you because whoever mixed my saxophone, I swear that's the best I ever sounded. Wow. Like, I didn't think it sounded like me at first. I'm like, is that me? Because I sound good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't I know. I drive. Wait, what's like, the... I don't even have like the sound equipment I do now. Like uh, in my studio, I had like my little saxophone microphone, and I was like doing off a little cheap like iRig, like to my laptop, and I just played you know the best I could. And he made me sound like like really good. So I need his contact information. <laughs> yeah. Um. His name is Christopher Billick, by the way. His nickname is Oz. He's my 
engineer, my go-to guy, which I kind of don't like sharing because everyone wants him <laughs> and that'll just take him away from me, but I don't mind. Um, OZ, definitely check him out. His company is called Element Sound and he's in Richardson. Yeah, he's amazing. A little bit out of me. <laughs> but anyway, it was always a pleasure interviewing you. I'll have you back on just to you know, talk about different music topics and stuff like that. So, right uh, on. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you. <laughs> no problem. And um, thank you for all everybody who's listening. I appreciate all of the listeners and all the listeners who are still with me. And um, hope to see y'all in the next podcast. Remember, stay sexy. Thank y'all. Thank you. Hey, Lodi Podcast fans. I want to take a short break to tell you about my good friend, Tammy Roberts. She is an outstanding travel agent that books theme park tickets, flights, cruises, destination, weddings, business trips, and more. Getting a quote from her is super, super easy and free. All you have to do is call or text her your vacation plans and budget at 832-779-5284 or reach her on her Facebook page at Trips, Journeys, Vacays. Now back to the Low D Podcast. All right. I hope you enjoyed that interview that uh, I had with Sean. She is a phenomenal person. She had real great stories, and I can't wait to have her back. So, again, thank you for enjoying the podcast. If you're new, welcome. If you're been here for a while, appreciate the love and you know you continuing to continuing to support this podcast. I'm sorry, I got a I got a sore. I had cut myself in my uh, mouth. It's been there for a minute. I think my tooth is mess with me so sorry about all the audio mistakes and if i'm slowing my words but anyway uh again my name is lodi you can follow me on facebook at at stay sexy instagram lodi underscore music tiktok lodi music twitter lodi music and my website is www.lodimusic.com and uh thank y'all remember stay sexy peace